Chapter Fifteen of The Turn of the Tide. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Turn of the Tide by Eleanor H. Porter. Chapter Fifteen. By the end of the month, the family at Hillcrest wondered how they had ever lived before they saw the world and everything in it through the blue eyes of Margaret Kendall. The world and everything in it seemed so much more beautiful now. Never were the long mornings in the garden or on the veranda so delightful to Mrs. Meredith as now with a bright, sympathetic girl to laugh, chat, or keep silent as the whim of the moment dictated and never were the summer evenings so charming to frank as now when one might lie back in one's chair or hammock and listen to a dreamy nocturne or a rippling waltz song and realize that the musician was no bird of passage but that she was one's own beloved ward and was even now at home as for ned never were the golf links in so fine a shape nor the tennis court and croquet ground so alluring and never had he known before how many really delightful trips there were within a day's run for his motor-car and yet della do you think margaret is happy asked frank one day as he and his sister and ned were watching the sunset from the west veranda margaret had gone into the house pleading a headache as an excuse for leaving them della was silent it was ned who answered indignantly why frank of course she's happy i'm not so sure hesitated frank then mrs meredith spoke she's happy yes but she's restless frank leaned forward that's it exactly he declared with conviction she's restless and what's the matter that's what i want to know nonsense it's just high spirits cut in ned with an impatient gesture margaret's perfectly happy doesn't she laugh and sing and motor and play tennis all day yes retorted his brother she does but behind it all there's a curious something that i can't get at it is as if she were were trying to get away from something something within herself mrs meredith nodded her head i know she said i've seen it too ah you have frank turned to his sister with a troubled frown well what is it i don't know mrs meredith paused her eyes on the distant skyline i have thought once or twice she resumed slowly that margaret might be in love in love cried two voices in shocked amazement had mrs meredith been observant she might have seen the sudden paling of a smooth-shaven face and the quick clinching of a strong white hand that rested on the arm of a chair near her but she was not observant in this case at least and she went on quietly yes but on the whole i'm inclined to doubt that now oh you are laughed ned a little nervously his brother did not speak yes repeated mrs meredith but i haven't decided yet what it is well i for one don't believe it's anything declared ned stubbornly to me she seems happy and i believe she is frank shook his head no he said by her own confession she has been flitting from one place to another all over the world and though perhaps she does not realize it herself i believe her coming here was merely another effort on her part to get away from this something this something that while within herself perhaps is none the less pursuing her and making her restless and unhappy but what can it 
be argued ned she's not so different from other girls only nicer she likes good times and pretty clothes and is always ready for any fun that's going i'm sure it isn't anything about those socialistic notions that della used to worry about he added laughingly she's got well over those if she ever had them indeed i don't believe she's looked towards the mills since she's been here much less wanted to know anything about the people that work in them no it isn't that agreed frank perhaps it isn't anything broke in della with sudden cheeriness maybe it is a little dull here for her after all her gay friends and interesting travels perhaps she is a little homesick but is trying to make us think everything is all right and she overdoes it anyway we'll ask some nice people up for a week or two i fancy we all need livening up we're getting morbid come whom shall we have End of chapter 15 Recording by Robert Hoffman